Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College sports. Jake, let's start with you. All right, starting off in ladies' hoops. The Chargers lost to Kentucky Wesleyan, 87-81, in a track meet type of game Saturday afternoon at the Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. The loss snapped Hillsdale's eight-game winning streak. Senior Allie DeWire battled foul trouble throughout the game, but still managed to finish with 10 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. We had DeWire in the studio this past week to talk about the tough loss and also to preview the upcoming GMAC tournament. Now on Charger Rundown, we have a very special guest, uh, senior point guard Allie DeWire of the women's basketball team. Allie's first time, apparently, on the show. Uh, that is our fault. I honestly her. don't know if that's true. She said it is, but... Yeah. Who's to say? As her career is winding down, I guess this is very sad that this is her only appearance on the show. But Allie, thank you so much for finally joining us today. Uh, no problems. Um, so obviously, uh, you, you guys come in onto Saturday with an eight-game winning streak. Uh, you lose to to the number one team in the in the conference, uh, tied for number one at least in Kentucky Wesleyan. Uh, what was your overall thoughts in the game? What kind of happened there? You guys were winning, you know, one one two-point game most of the game, and then towards the end, you guys kind of crumbled a little bit. What happened there? Um, well, something that's really helped us in the, to like gain that win streak was our defense, and we just didn't bring that kind of focus that we had in previous games. You know, we, we let up 51 points or something like that in the first half, and when you're not getting stops like that, it's difficult to create a gap and pull away from a team. So offensively, we played pretty well. I mean, we got we could score whenever we wanted, but it was defensively really just stopping their big girls, Lily Grimes, I mean – that was that was tough for us. They're they're obviously a very good team and obviously a top team from last year. Uh, them Walsh and Cedarville all finished with identical records going into the tournament. Uh, but you guys struggled early, um, had had some troubles uh, figuring stuff out, figuring out your guys' roles. Uh, then you guys hit a stretch uh, in finishing up the season where you guys were unstoppable. Like, what did you think you guys really did well uh, over those last ten games? Uh, like I said, defense. That was we just. Uh, brought out just a, such a bigger focus and um, determination with our scouts, you know, playing players to their strengths and making them weaknesses. That was huge. And connecting offensively, just more ball movement, moving the ball from side to side, that really helped open up opportunities for the drivers to drive. And like me, and then when I couldn't get the gap, you know, then somebody was open on the three to put it away. So. Yeah, you guys' three-point shooting on uh, Thursday night, uh, the game before against Trevecca, uh, it was all Jake Sievers. Yeah, I was uh, going to ask. Uh, that was the first game <laughs> I ever announced, and you, your team set a school record for most threes. I know that it happened multiple times before the season, but 20 threes in one game. How much credit can I take for that performance? <laughs> Oh, gosh. I I choose to have no comment with uh, all the controversy that that's caused. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, But you uh, know what, Jake? You, you did a wonderful job commentating. So I appreciate it. Um, it really, it really fired us up. you guys just light up light up the nets like crazy, especially from the three-point line. How fun is it to be a part of that sometimes and just see that ball just keep going? People shooting it. It doesn't matter who it is. It always seems to go in. Oh, yeah. That's definitely super encouraging and I think being a point guard, one of the best things is when you pass it, you make the assist for somebody, and you're just like, Ooh, thanks for the assist, nice basket. <laughs> no, it's it's super fun, you know, you just, like, four passes, quick passes, and then somebody just puts it away, and you're like, all right, time to get back on D. If anyone watches your game, 
they can tell that you love going off the dribble, getting into the paint, getting dirty, mucking it up a little bit. Uh, and when you've got these these freshmen and these sharpshooters that can hit from anywhere, how much more confidence does that give you to know that even if you get caught in the air a little bit, you can pass it back beyond the arc and someone's probably going to knock it down? Yeah, you know, a lot of people have really stepped up this year, so it's it's nice, you know, especially as tournament comes in, getting the different rotations, getting people at the time. So I, it just builds everybody's confidence in, like, our team, you know, and it's exciting. Talking to Allie Dwyer here on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Allie, um, obviously regular season came to an end on Saturday. Uh, it was your senior day. Uh, what were the emotions like for you uh, kind of throughout that whole day? Honestly, I think I was more pumped up at the fact that we were playing Kentucky Wesleyan rather than the fact that it was um, senior night. So that was kind of ironic, I guess. But it was um, – I mean, I got a couple notes in the locker room and I was like, yeah, I'm not reading these till after the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just trying to stay focused on the game, you know, just try to treat it like a regular game. But um, it was it was definitely real at times. You know, I'd catch McKenna before the game or McBritney and – like you know, you knew what we were all thinking, but you know, just kind of, it's Kentucky Wesleyan on the clock. That's is, what was important. Was it afterwards? Did you have any like walking off the court where you're like, "Wow, this is the last time walking off of Don Tibbetts Potter Arena as a Charger"? Um, honestly, personally, it wasn't because I was kind of just thinking about the loss. Right. <laughs> but you know, in retrospect, it was. It's pretty. Um, it's real, but it's not. You know, you don't want to think your season's over, so. While it was the last time walking off that court as like a player for our team, you know, I'm just thinking about walking off other people's courts as winners. So, <laughs> so let's talk about uh, this Tuesday at Finley. You guys split the regular season. Uh, what can you do to make sure that this isn't your last game in a Charger uniform? Um. Hmm. Well, just play our game. You know, don't try and don't let Finley take over the pace of the game. You know, they like to move quickly and get it out but if we just take our time play into our game you know don't don't let them just take us out of it and uh, you know our game it's just focus on defense it's moving the ball it's not just chucking up quick hitters you know it's just trusting our process so the first game that you guys played a uh, close one at Finley lost by five and then the second one you blew them out at home but there were two different games completely. The first game, you scored 64 points. The second game, 88 points. Which one is your game? Would you rather have a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game? Oh, definitely a high-scoring game, you know, when everybody's – I mean, it, when anybody's scoring, you know, it really just boosts everybody else around you up and gets the confidence going. And, you know, that the good plays feed on to good plays. So I would definitely rather have the second game where we scored a lot. And – we were a different team that second game. I can't even compare us to the beginning of the year, even the middle of the year, to the team we are now. So, uh, yeah. What was um, – so obviously tough loss on Saturday, big game now, quick turnaround on Tuesday. What was Coach Fritchie's kind of message after the game on Saturday to kind of get you guys ready for Tuesday? Um, he said that, you know, this was a tough, tough game, but we know our path and we want to keep moving forward on our path. We don't want to take steps backwards. So that's the goal. Tuesday, we're you know, we're, we're going to learn from what happened on Saturday and take what we need, but the rest of it we're leaving behind. It's a new game. It's the new season, you know. Tournament's a whole new season. 
Finley obviously has uh, one of the best players in your conference and Anna Hintz. Uh, what's kind of the key in stopping her? Uh, well, we've changed our scout a little bit, you know, refined it. But for the most part, we're just going to keep her keep her out of the paint when we can. Um, we They have a few players. Like, they have dominant players, but not every single player on their team is key. So we're going to be helping off, trying to shut her down. And, you know, she really helps run things. So as long as we keep her in check and some of their outside shooting, I think we'll be, we'll be pretty good and just – play our game <laughs> uh this year obviously uh game on tuesday and then if you win you move on to friday saturday last year it was thursday friday saturday uh do you like the new format with a little bit of break now uh i do i do as far as basketball it's great you know you get more of a break um as far as school you you just like focused on basketball and that's all you want to focus on so you definitely have to exercise more discipline on yourself throughout the week but It'll be nice as far as recovery for our legs and preparing, which I really like. Makes the season last longer, and you can really enjoy the tournament process a little bit more. I know that you don't want to talk about really anything coming to an end, but you said it's your first time on the show, so I don't know when we're going to get you again. So Mm -hmm. uh, we need to be a little bit nostalgic. Um, If you could look at yourself as a freshman just entering Hillsdale's campus, What's one piece of advice that you could give yourself? Oh, wow. Um, hmm. uh, learn from learn from the people older than you. Learn from the people ahead of you. Like Anything they tell you, anything they do, just be an observer and just take it all in because it goes quick and there's a lot of lessons to be learned on and off the court and – you know, those seniors, those upperclassmen, like, they've experienced it, and they know. So as a freshman, you you're, you want to come in. You want to make a name for yourself. You know, you want to be as, you know, you want to be a fireball like you were in high school. But you got to learn, learn your steps. So that's my biggest advice. Just observe and learn from there. Allie, uh, we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, don't let Tuesday be the last one. We're going to be rooting for you guys to win another GMAC tournament. All right, so best of luck. Thank you so much for having me. Now over to men's basketball. Hillsdale lost 76-61 to Kentucky Wesleyan Saturday afternoon at the Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. While the loss makes Hillsdale 14-6 in the GMAC and 18-9 overall, the team will still enter the conference postseason tournament as the number three seed. Junior guard Dylan Lowry made four first-half three-point shots and led the Chargers with 18 points. Sophomore Davis Larson was 5 for 10 from the floor and had 14 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists. We were joined in studio as well this week with sophomore point guard Connor Hill. Connor, thanks again for joining us on such short notice. And uh, let's talk a little bit about the end of the season for you guys. Uh, obviously, guys, you guys were on the roll. Beat Finley at third place for the first time in forever. Um, and then towards the end of the season, you guys kind of struggled a little bit. Um, offense kind of lost its rhythm. Uh, what what was kind of the focus after Saturday's game and now moving to the tournament with Coach Starb? Um, well, so we had practice today, and it was a lot about, you know, we didn't look, uh, you know, what happened on, you know, senior day or, like, you know, the tragedies, I guess you could call it, of that day. We uh, He explained to us that if we had won on Saturday, we would have played Lake Erie in the tournament. And if we had lost, like we did, we still would play Lake Erie on, on thir- Tuesday in the tournament. So it's like – 
I mean, it stinks at what happened. We're sorry for our seniors, but we're just looking forward to playing Lake Erie, an opponent we split with during the regular season, and we're ready to get after it. Do you guys feel like confidence-wise, are you guys still at the same spot where you guys want to be right now, or do you feel like you need a little extra boost going into Tuesday? Um, I mean, I think we're a pretty confident team overall. We always, you know, no matter who we play against, feel like we can win, and especially – uh, you know, it's the tournament, and now we think we have to do some things in the GMAC tournament to make the NCAA tournament. We have the same amount of uh, confidence, and but even more motivation now. Uh, first postseason home game for Hillsdale since, what is it, 2012? Yeah, I think 2012. What does that mean for you guys to be able to play at Don Tibbetts Potter Arena after the regular season? Oh, I mean, it's really cool, and it's kind of like, you know, since we did lose on senior night, it's kind of like a chance to really send the seniors off in the right way and – um, you know, we love our fans, you know, uh, the students here, the people from around the town that come visit, you know, everyone that comes. We love playing at home, gives us a good energy most nights, and we're really excited to get back after it. Connor, um, for you personally, uh, what does playoff basketball mean compared to, like, the regular season? Like, what's, what's just the – What's just like the drive behind it that makes it so different? Um, it's just that the fact that, you know, if you lose, you're done. You know, it's kind of like that, uh, you know, like you – like it's like if uh, this is a bad example but it's like if you're not doing well in a class and you have to do really well in an exam and then you finally do when you do really well in that exam it's that kind of like excitement you get in that sense of accomplishment so we really hope that Tuesday turns out how we want and then we'll get that sense of excitement leading into the semifinals you guys went to uh, Lake Erie a couple weeks ago and lost there in a, in a tight game you guys had a look at the buzzer it didn't go. What does Lake Erie bring to the table that makes them a very difficult opponent? Oh, Lake Erie is super physical. They're probably one of the hardest playing teams in the uh, in our conference. Uh, they lead the, our conference in offensive rebounds per game. They got one of the best players in the conference. His name's Gabe Kennard. Averages like eighteen or nineteen. Probably will be first team all conference. He is uh, he's really good, really talented. And they just got a bunch of guys after that that they probably have four or five guys average between six and nine points, and then he averages about eighteen. So they have one figurehead and then a bunch of good pieces around them. So Lake Erie, it'd be, I mean, it'll be a tough opponent. Um, we're talking to Connor Hill on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM on Charger Rundown. And uh, we asked Allie DeWire the same thing. Uh, but what did you think about Jake Seaver's performance on Thursday uh, behind the mic at your guys' game? So we, I, I don't know his name. Do you know the name? Josh Coletta. Josh yeah. is amazing. Yeah. But his voice is unreal. It's un unreal. But. I some of your uh, theatrics that you added into when people are hitting threes, or you'd be like from way downtown. It was it was pretty cool. I, I loved it. I didn't know if I was supposed to say that or what. I was just adding some flair. It was the girls' game was the first time that I ever announced anything. I got asked to do it like two days before. So I mean, do you have any pointers for next time? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be invited back. But <laughs> oh no, I think you. First of all, you should definitely be invited invited back. It was unbelievable and. Pointers, I mean, no, I think you killed it, honestly. I'd even want more theatrics, more from way downtown. So, okay, so uh, did, did it help the team at all? Because you guys ended up winning by 26 points. You know, I think I think you were the key to our victory. It, us and Thank the, you. the girls won that game too, didn't they? The, the, they hit 23. They hit bro. the most. School I, record. Are you I think, me? I think, of course they won. I think you are the key to both teams' successes on Thursday. Uh, against Trevecca, because obviously I was right there, it was 13-9 to with like nine minutes left in the first half. Then you guys just exploded. What happened? You know, with us, that's what kind of happens. We go on some lull. You know, our, we hang our hat on our defense. You know, we lead the conference in points given up, and we don't get we don't let people score on us very easily. So sometimes our defense or our offense stutters a little bit, but then once it clicks, it 
I mean, it, it flies through. And so once it finally hit, we got in our rhythm. It was just, I mean, there's no stopping us that night. Connor, what is the most ideal offensive production uh, for your team? Like, as in, like, what do you need certain guys to do for you guys to have a big game offensively? We really need, I mean, Davis Larson's one of the most underrated players in the conference, and he's one of the best players in the conference. And when Dave's going, it really – because when Dave's scoring the ball, it's kind of – we have that guy that we can just throw the ball to, and it's like once in a while, Dave, go score. Um, Austin Yarian's another guy who's kind of that same – fills that same role. And since he's been back, we've been a much better offensive team. And then there's guys like, you know, Dylan Lowry has been our you know leading scorer most of the year, if not the whole year. Um, and then, you know, Nick Zarnowski inside. And then, you know, Harrison Ego hitting some threes. And we got a bunch of key pieces to once when, when they all click, we're a really special offensive group. Looking at uh, the way Nate Nevue moved on Saturday, um, looked a lot better uh, oh, yeah. almost night and day from – you know, when he first tried to come back from his injury. Oh, yeah. Uh, how big is it to have Nevue's presence and not only his leadership on the court, but the ability that he has sometimes just to take a guy off the off the dribble to the rack? How, how important is that for you guys' team in the postseason? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Nate's, you know, Nate's the heart and soul of our team. And not only, like, just like you said about his leadership, which is amazing, but his style of play and he's always looking to set people up. And then he's probably, I mean, he's the best defender I've ever played against or played with. And, that just gives us another piece to the puzzle, and especially since he's kind of caught his legs here, second win, because he came back, then sat out a little bit, then came back again, and he's really starting to get get set in his groove. And his shot right now is unbelievable. He's playing really well, and, I mean, no, Nate is – I mean, Nate's probably one of our key guys going into the tournament. Is playoff Tharp the same as regular season Tharp? I mean, you know Coach Tharp. He's always a little – I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. He uh, he's always brings that intensity before every game, but uh, – I mean, I think every coach, you know, going into the postseason is a little different. You know, they love it, and they're excited and nervous and not scared, but, like, just the jitters that, you know. And you know how oh, Coach yeah. Starp oh, is. Yeah. He gets some jitters. Superstitious, too. Supersti- I mean, our whole program superstitious in a good way. Not a little stitious? No, not no, just a little Super. stitious. Superstitious, okay. yes. Um, yeah, Coach Starp, uh, there will be moments in games where I'll be sitting there uh, on the court and uh, Tharp will be almost to half courts uh, in the middle of the courts, like away from the bench. And there was one time where Coach Coach Ryan Schwanier kind of grabbed his jacket and yanked him, and there was some heat. There was a heated exchange between those two. I'm just like, oh, this is like intense basketball because you know those two guys love each oh, other. They love and, each other. And, They're so and, you know, much. just like everything's riding on this team right now. And is it so fun just to play and play and play for coaches that are so passionate? Oh, like I that? mean, they they. I mean, you know. Uh, Ryan and Coach Vanier and Coach Pritzel, they played here, and Coach Pretzer. And so they're always like, man, if we could lace them up with you guys, we would. And Coach Starr says the same things. And so, like, it's like, you know, there's 20 guys on our roster, quote unquote, but really there's 24. And we just, I mean, the passion they bring, just, I mean, we just try to, you know, um, really exemplify what they bring. We asked uh, Dwyer the same question earlier. Um, New format this year with the tournament, uh, going Tuesday, Friday, Saturday instead of Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Are you a fan of that? Um, I, I mean, I like it because we get a home game. But I, I don't know. It's kind of cool because when it was the like all eight teams that make it go, then there's a huge banquet and everyone's there. And, you know, teams dress up and, like, you kind of see guys and, like, you know, you say hi, whatever. And so I was like, I hate you. No, oh, no, God. no, I hate you. But may, you maybe just ignore some of the other guys. <laughs> okay. But no, I mean, I, I mean, it's really cool to, for teams to get a home game and like they earn that right. But I also like the other way just because and like 
the, t- the games throughout the day, like there was always a game going around. And so you just like, you get there, you'd watch a game, you go home, you come back, there's a game on. So it was just kind of it was fun. It's like to your watch own mini March Madness. Exactly. Kinda. Exactly. Cool. So yeah. After you guys win on Tuesday, because you're going to win on Tuesday, right? Uh, yes, what are you going to What are you going to do the next couple of days while while you're still here at Hillsdale? Uh, we'll prepare for. We'll either play Walsh or I think Malone in the semifinals. So we'll prepare for that game. Which will probably be Walsh. I'm which will most likely be Walsh is a really good team, but Malone's scary. I mean, they got hot late. They got one of the best players in the league. So I mean, we never know at this point. You know what? It's March Madness now. So oh yeah. We are, just don't know. Are you going to be able to focus on class at all? Like how much? How much <laughs> are you? So you're going to be in class, obviously. But like, how much are you going to just be thinking about hoops? Well. I I probably need to focus in class more, regardless of okay. hoops or not. <laughs> whether you're playing, that whether night I'm or not. playing that night or not, I need to lock in a lot more. But so I mean, no, like I mean, basketball is always on our minds, especially during this time. So, but no, we'll all be fine in the classroom. Okay, there we go. <laughs> all right, Connor. Um, once again, thank you so much for coming in on short notice. Uh, we just want to talk to you, one of you guys, about. You know, this upcoming opportunity you got you guys have, and uh, it's gonna be super exciting to watch. And uh, best of luck to you guys, and just. Keep winning, man. We're, we're cheering for That's you, That's right? the goal. Thank you for having me. Go Chargers. Us. Go Chargers. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Seaver as you are listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.